my name is James Chen. I'm one of the elders at the CCC. Last week, our brother Greg delivered a wonderful Mother's Day message. I don't know which part of uh, uh, his message impressed you most. To me, I remembered this. We as babies can only do three things. Do you still remember those three things? Eat, cry, and make a big mess. But baby will grow. So when we grow up, can we do something to our mom? Can we return something? In spiritual sense, can we return something to our Heavenly Father? So today my topic is giving is our privilege and obligation. Every time I got up here, I feel I need to tell you a little bit more by myself because by now you know I cannot sing. <laughs> I also don't believe I'm capable of doing a theoretical speech. All my message has to based upon my personal story. So my sharing today is about how I handle money. <clears throat> in 1970s and 80s, all family in China was equal. We are all very poor. In our parents' apartment, you will find very few pieces of furniture. If you look at the bottom of a chair or a desk, you will see a stamp in red color says, property of the government. When I was 12 or 13 years old, I need to help my mom to wash clothes. In order to save a few pennies, I had to go to West Lake of Hangzhou to wash clothes. How many of you have been West Lake? Wow, very beautiful lake. Can you imagine we wash clothes and swim in that lake 30 or 40 years ago? <clears throat> um, so for the last two years, actually, in South Africa, I found my hand wash skill is very useful. When we visit the squatter camps, I immediately involved in the hand wash. I think uh, uh, those ladies or sometimes men recognize I'm as good as they can do the hand wash on the clothes. But at that time, carrying a basket, a basket of uh, clothes, going out of door, cross the street to go to the lake was the most embarrassing moment at that time because I'm afraid my friends will laugh at me. They think I act like a girl. <clears throat> In 1988, I received a full scholarship to go to USC to have a graduate study. At that time, all I had with me is $45. Actually, when I landed in California, I had the $300 deficit because I need to pay two months' rent in order to check in the apartment. From the apartment I lived, which is 39th Street, to the Los Angeles downtown, which is the first street, I walked instead of taking bus for 39 blocks to save 75 cents. In the first year, I didn't allow myself to go into McDonald's 
next to my apartment until my first birthday. So I celebrated my birthday by myself eating in McDonald's. <clears throat> because I had a food budget, which is $50 per month, about a dollar and a half per day. <clears throat> One year later, I checked my bank account and I found I saved $1,500. Wow, right? <laughs> I'm very capable of saving. But I had to spend $1,300 to buy a used car because at that time, I got an internship in a company which is 20 miles away from my apartment. Because of this thrifty background, I found myself very used to saving, not spending, not giving. Even when I become a Christian, I still found myself, I still find it is very challenging, very challenging for me to have a joyful giving and offering. So today we are going to study Matthew chapter 25 to learn Jesus' words on giving. Let's take a look at the passage. We start at verse 14. <clears throat> Again, it will like a man going on a journey. Here it means God's kingdom, who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to him. To one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, to another one bag, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. Next is uh, verse 16. The man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gave five bags more. So also the one with two bags of the gold gave two more. But the one who had received the one bag went off, dug a hole, in the ground and hit his must money. I will skip a few verses here which describe when the master returned how he settled accounts with the first two servants. Now it's uh, the third servant's turn. Then the man who had received the one bag of the gold came. Master, he said, I knew you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not swung and the gathering where you have not scattered the seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your go in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. Next. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not swung and gather where I have not scattered seed? Well, then, you should have put your money on deposit with the bankers so that when I return, I will receive it back with interest. First of all, I would like to make sure all of us understand in this passage, bag of gold, what bag of gold means. In this passage, it means the grace we received from God. Grace is much more than the money we have. Grace includes the skills, the wealth, family, time we have. In Matthew chapter 25, actually there are three passages. The one we just read is normally called entrustment according to ability. The parable before that, I don't know if you remember, is about 10 virgins who take lamps to meet bridegroom, right? And the one after the 
entrustment uh, uh, passage is about how to separating sheep from the goat. So overall, this chapter is to explain to us how God's kingdom works. All three passages, um, there are some believers who entered God's kingdom, unfortunately. Some of them were rejected. So I believe all of you are familiar with this entrustment parable. I also read this passage several times, but I could not, I could not apply this to myself until 2012. In spring 2012, my wife and I decided to go to Japan to celebrate our 20 years anniversary. This is the first time 12 of us travel without taking our kids. We felt we need to prepare a well in case the airplane crash or some accidents happen. Even though we had to address many issues in this well preparations, we found only two things matter. First, who we entrust our kids to. I think at that time, all our kids are still uh, uh, young. Second is how to distribute this money, which we saved dollar by dollar. By the way, I normally think my job is very important. I always worried about whether the office will keep running when I take a long vacation. Surprisingly, at this moment, when I'm thinking about leaving this planet for good, I didn't think about the job at all. Actually, I think in the well preparation, we actually put a lot of our emotion in it. I actually cried when I'm thinking about, you know, uh, how we handle the things uh, <clears throat> at the end of our life. So today I will share with you my learning in the process of deciding how to distribute the money. If there is another opportunity, I'm willing to share with you our learning in terms of how or who we wanted to entrust our kids to. First of all, as verse 14 says, can we look at verse 14? Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. We know this man or master is Jesus Christ. The word servants mean we as his followers are his servants. As servants, we should not have any possessions. The word entrust mean the master will give servants responsibility to perform their duty. Servants need to follow master's instruction. <clears throat> so in the well preparation, I realized I as God's servant, has no possession. Everything I have comes from God and should be returned to God. Just like 40 years ago, all the furniture in my parents' apartment was stamped as property of the government. Now I can see my bank cards, my houses, also stamped as property of God. So in our will, we decide all the money will go to church and few ministries. As this will is written, it becomes so clear 
it's really doesn't matter how much money I can make and how well I can save. At the end, it will all go back to the Lord. So making money is no longer a priority in my life. You may ask, which will make God happier when I go back? I gave $1,000 or I gave $1 million? From Matthew 25, we find the answer. Yes. We know Jesus' praise is exactly the same to the first two servants, even though the first one made five bags of gold and the second servant only made two bags. God said this to both of them in verse 21 and 23. Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful for a few things. I will put you in charge of more things. Come and share your master's happiness. God doesn't care about the month. He cares about our heart in the process of giving. So my first learning in this preparing uh, well is that it doesn't matter how much money I can make today, it will all go back to Lord at the end. My second learning is that I need to put the money into God's work immediately. Let's take a look at verse 16. The man who had received the five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gained five bags more. The key word here is work at once. Many times we give ourselves such excuse as when I retire, I will donate all my money. Or, when my kids graduate, I will donate more money. The real reason of not giving immediately is that we don't trust Lord completely. We're still trying to build our security on this earth. We think God alone is not enough in case we are sick. We still need money. We think God alone is not enough. In case I lose job, I still need money. When we don't put a mon uh, God's money into work immediately, we're acting like this third servant who buried the gold in the ground. The verse 24 <clears throat> tells us one of the reasons this third servant didn't perform his duty is he don't know his master. He don't understand who he is. You see, this man said, I knew. Actually, he didn't know, right? I knew, but he actually, he didn't know. Earthly master normally will praise the one who keeps the money and punish the one who loses the money. The third servant thought our master is a typical earthly master. So he was afraid, right? Because he didn't know, then he was afraid. Then he made a big mistake. Our master, our Christian master, is very unique. <clears throat> he's all capable and he's full of love. If we don't understand him, well, we maybe will respond like the third servant. Another reason we tend to wait is we don't know what we should do. 
just like uh, this drama uh, performed, many of us uh, think, okay, I have no talent, so I cannot join the worship team. Some of us think, uh, uh, I don't have time, so I cannot join this mission trip. Then let's look at what's God's in uh, Lord's instruction at uh, verse 27. Well then, you should have put your money on deposit with the bankers, so when I returned, I would have received it back with the interest. We know how banks work. When we deposit the money, bank actually lend this money to the people who are doing business, who can make money. So Jesus' minimal instruction on us is uh, let others use our resource. Don't let those resources sit idle. For example, if, if, you don't, if you cannot join the mission trip, you can support the mission trip through your prayers and financial supporting. If you cannot start a ministry, you can look around and support one at your convenience. That's what we mean, what we learn here, put your money on deposit with the bankers. I also feel the earlier you gave and the bigger the impact will be. The giving of $100 today will be more impactful than $1 million you possibly can give 20 years later. Oftentimes, we don't see the need of giving is urgent. Need, uh, need is just like a drowning man. A man is drowning in the lake or in the water. You cannot wait because he is 100 or 1,000 miles away. We have to stretch our hand out regardless this drawing man is right in front of you, or it is a hundred miles away. So again, my second learning about money in this well preparation is giving should be done immediately and don't wait. Thirdly, as this well is done, I allow myself to have a better dinner. Let me explain. Before, I always bought myself a tuna sandwich on the Monday night because uh, this is uh, on my way to BSF Bible study. <clears throat> Even though I don't like uh, eat a tuna sandwich all the time, but I still buy it because it is uh, that day special. <laughs> that day special. Now I can allow myself to spend a few more RMB to buy a sandwich which I really enjoy. For example, a meatball sandwich. <laughs> I even can allow myself to have a nice Japanese food. So I see the process of giving has many benefits. It set me free from the capture of today's value. More we giving, I feel more freedom we are going to enjoy. A couple years ago, our family became aware a baby was critically ill, but she had to check out the hospital because, first of all, the doctor didn't believe this baby will survive, and then the family ran out of money and cannot afford a hospital anymore. 
So our family decided to pay for the hospital so this baby can stay. Some friends thought this money will be wasted. At that time, I prayed to Lord. Lord, we cannot save the baby, but you can. Only thing we can do is use this money to buy some time. So you can deliver, you can show your miracle, you can save the child. Today, this baby is still alive. And her mother became Christian. So this donation let me witness God's glory. Also, I feel this donation allow me to share my master's happiness as described in the verse 21 and 23. So I understand now giving is a privilege to work with our Lord side by side. Such a special honor we Christians have. So my third learning in this giving is that giving has a lot of benefits. Giving can break us free from a captive of today's value, and giving is our Christian's privilege. And after giving, I can have a better food. <clears throat> so to wrap up, let me list the three giveaways for today. Giving is returning. This is the first takeaways. Giving is returning. Second, gave now. Third, gave is receiving. Let's pray. Father, you have given us so much. The biggest giving we received is salvation through Jesus. Thank you for letting us know that everything we have today belongs to you. Thank you for letting us have the opportunity to give so we can work side by side with our Lord Jesus. We pray that you will give us faith to prompt us to give quickly, generously, and happily. We pray you will strengthen our faith in the process of giving. We thank you, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>